Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. We are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. I uh, was out at the Roval all weekend long. One of our sprint car guys, Christopher Bell. Yeah. Well, I got to win. watch the end of that one. Locked himself in. It was chaos at the end. It oh was chaos. Oh, gosh. Yes, it was. I mean, but C. Bell just navigating his way through like a talented sprint car driver yeah. at Grandview would do. Yeah, no, I mean, he yeah, just... Yeah, uh, Chase Briscoe, too, did a pretty good Chase job. Chase Briscoe Another did a good job. Another one of our sprint car guys yeah. did a good job. Old Chase was wheeling and dealing at the end of that thing. Yep. It was uh, it was coming through, coming through. <laughs> no, 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 I don't care. Um, um, wild. Stuff's wild. Stuff's wild everywhere. Stuff's wild uh, everywhere, really. Is. So, <laughs> craziness, that's for sure. So, and you were on horse show duty again. I was, I was. Kate got champion this weekend, so Woo-hoo! we had a good... Her and Pancake had a good show. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> old Pancake. Pancake and Kate. Taking it right to the top. That's good. Uh, uh, fun stuff. That really is. Uh, no, it's all good. I'm I'm bummed. Um, two things. Um, I'll start. I'll go chronological. Last Wednesday night, I roll into Millbridge Speedway, and Cole DeWeese was racing. I saw and that his picture. His less famous said. dad, Lance, was there. I had a good chance to talk with Lance. His crew chief. Not always, bad. yeah. Always great to talk with Lance. Yeah. Um, he's doing well. Uh, really, you know, he's you know typical Lance. Well, it, not typical Lance. He said, it looks like you're pretty good at the grill. He said, yeah, you know, we're pretty good there. I'm like, well, wow. we're Because it's like, years later, like, ah, we're not, no, we're not, no, we're, we're terrible. I'm really lucky if we even, lucky if they even let us in the pit area, you know, lucky if they take our money, you know I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, he's, he's feeling pretty good about the Grove. Yeah. Uh, he's got that car rolling pretty good there. Now, then they're back with the National Open coming up. But just when you get a chance, when you get a chance to spend five or 10 minutes with Lance DeWeese, your life has been better. Yeah. You're just, I always enjoy talking I, to him. I just, I walked away. He was wrenching on Cole's car and I don't like to bother for long. I walked away and I'm just like, man, I could, I could leave here now and be perfectly fine because yep. I talked to Lance DeWeese. It was cool. And then um, Saturday night, my game plan, and I think I shared this, was I was going to try to get over to the Carolina Sprint Tour race mm-hmm. at Harris. Um, a wonderful, wonderful parking spot at Charlotte. Very, very convenient parking spot at Charlotte. Uh, convenient parking sometimes means not such good egress. Yes. And um, I jumped in the car, and uh, I jumped in the car, and I punched in Harris, and it was going to be seven thirty arrival. And I'm like, okay, I can live with this. Yeah. that's good. Uh, their drivers meeting and stuff started at seven or whatever it was. I'm like, okay, cool, I'll be able to catch yep. it. And I sat there, and I sat there, and it went, and it went, and it went. 
And I had to make a stop or two on the way, and it was going to be almost 9 o'clock before I got there. Mm. And so I opted to go and have a nice, quiet, peaceful evening at home. I went on to uh, my race pass, and by 9 o'clock when I'd arrived there, the heat races were already done. My fear was that Harris would run. Then my fear on the other side of it is, and then they're going to want to run all night because they're a southern short track. Yeah, yeah. They're going to want to keep me there till 2 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't want that either. Um, both fears were realized. Not, not fears were realized. It was uh, the the right decision was made. I was going to be late, and the sprint car feature was done at ten thirty, so which was great, good to know because yeah. that way I'll I'll get a chance to go there again. And a guy uh, I was going to have it in the notes, but I want to I want to mention this. A uh, Richard Wisdo was the winner, sixty three year old, his career first sprint car. Wow, winner. that's neat. Story. Yeah, so it really is. So I'd like to have gotten out there, and I love our our Carolina Sprint Tour guys and gals, and it's just. The schedule since the pandemic, it, my schedule, and, and those of you that know the full picture, um, those of you that don't, my full picture is that my lead, my real job is a uh, pit road reporter for MRN. So MRN dictates the schedule. Then we plug in a few Wing Nation road shows, and then we go from there with it. And it's really strange. Like, like there's a local late model tour I do pay-per-view for, the Cars Tour. Last year, I was able to do eight of their races, the way the calendar fell. Off weekends, PRN weekends, and everything like that. This year, one. Just the way the schedule falls. Carolina Sprint Tour, one year, I was able to do five or six of their races. I haven't seen one of their shows since the pandemic. Just the way things fall. And I miss that. So, But um, kudos to all of the racers wrapping up their seasons and having a good time doing so. Uh, We're going to talk with uh, Ryan Hand and Tyler Courtney here on the program. Ryan is the crew chief the latest crew chief, the third crew chief of the year for Anthony Macri. Uh, and uh, Ryan uh, was uh, formerly uh, with um, Mike Hefner mm-hmm. and Greg Hodnett. So uh, Anthony Macri's in good hands. If this is a long-term deal, maybe it's a good short. hands. We don't know. See what I did there? Ha-ha! <laughs> That's why I'm in radio, baby! And we're going to talk, and we're going to have a little sunshine on the show as well today. Tyler oh, Courtney. God, look at you with Oh, the I'm bringing my A-game. That's all, folks. Thank you very much. I can't do any better now. Thanks for joining us. Um, Let's get to our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics. Woo! The Outlaws rolled into Pennsylvania, and they got it handed they to them. They did. Been a while since that's happened. Uh, yeah. I remember like, one night in Ohio about probably eight years ago, they, they didn't show up on the podium. Yeah. But I don't know that it's happened. I don't know when's the last time they were swept off the podium. The Friday, well, I know it is now, Friday night. <laughs> uh, Anthony Macri, career first, World of Outlaws victory. Lance DeWeese and Logan Wagner. Saturday night, right back at it. It wasn't a sweep of the podium. Macri picked up a second win. Brent Marks and David Gravel represented the World of Outlaws mm-hmm. getting on the podium. Um, I have this point battle still as, as Brad's. I still have it as Brad's, but um, David Gravel in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the challenge is Pennsylvania can separate things where I don't Bigger. think Nebraska or Lake or uh, Kansas, where they're going yeah. now, I'm not sure that they'll separate as much. But uh, there is one more show in Pennsylvania. Uh, but he took a 94 points down Pretty to 66. Yeah, he took a big chunk out of it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. So uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to talking to Roach, Ryan Hand, and, and get his take on it as well. All-Star Circuit of Champions. We're out at Fremont, the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. Friday night, Tyler Courtney led all 35 laps to get the win. His eighth win of the season. It was Sunshine, Justin Peck, and Cap Henry. Cap Henry, of course, was uh, recently removed from the Lane Motorsports team. Mm -hmm. So he was up there uh, wheeling a car for Rich Farmer. And uh, lots and lots of great reaction to Cole running so well for Rich Farmer in that 29 car. Um, Saturday, Cole Duncan, his second All-Star win of the season. Any guess where his first All-Star win was? 
No idea. Yeah, right. Atomic Speedway, <laughs> of course. Uh, Travis Philo and Kyle Reinhardt picked up the win. And as I mentioned this, Sunshine going to join us. I, um, I was reading about this this morning, and we make our guest list up on Sunday or Monday, and I, 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 I would have done it a little bit different, quite honestly. The Maury Williams Tribute Race, first race, Corey Day won. And, of course, we've talked to Corey. We've mm-hmm. talked about Corey. Tim Kading picked up the ride in the uh, Kowalski number yes. 57 car. I was happy to see yeah, that. Yeah, happy to see that. And he finished second. Shane Gullibuck was third. Second race, Jonathan Allard picked up the win. Justin Cox, Austin McCarl. For Allard, it was 41st career NARC win. It was back, and this was the Maury Williams trib- uh, mm-hmm. Memorial Tribute 20s. Uh, back in 2005, Maury Williams took a chance on Jonathan Allard. Yeah. Three-time champion, many, many time wins, and he was driving the Williams Motorsports Zero car on Saturday night. Pick up the win. So um, um, I'll tell you what, there's some King of the West Series races and West Coast races and Trophy Cup is coming up. So Jonathan Allen just needs to go win one of those and we'll uh, get him him on on to talk about all of it. I I love stories like this. And uh, Jonathan Allen is just a great, great Mm -hmm. racer. Yeah. And um, really, really neat that he picked up the win in the second uh, 20th race. So um, other winners, Brian Monteith Classic on Thursday night was uh, Gio Selzy up at Lincoln. Moa was Joe B. Miller picked up the win at Jacksonville, and they raced at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Brandon Mattis picked up the victory there. So uh, getting down there, we're halfway through October, and we don't have nearly the results that we used to have here. Uh, But it is time now for race teams for y'all to get set up for next year. Mm -hmm. So Hefter Racing Products has it all, including HRP Wings, the original reset rivet wing manufacturer. They use wind tunnel and track performance testing to outpace the industry and design in innovation, and in functionality. And it's not only sprint cars, but lightning sprints, micros, and junior sprints. It can be shipped across the world and can be economically ground shipped to your door. www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. Stay with us when we come back. Ryan Hand, crew chief for Anthony Macri. He joins us next. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at dirtempiremagazine.com. Man, oh man, did Anthony Macri take it to him. Sure it didn't did. matter who you were. You could have been posse. You could have been outlaws. You could have been some drifter coming over from California <laughs> or Ohio. 
Uh, old, old, uh, old, uh, old Ma- yeah, 23 years old, old Macri. Old Macri. Old Macri <laughs> just took it to him. That's right. I should have worn my crew shirt. His mom gave me a crew oh, shirt. Oh, man. You could have gotten some credit for I this. Know. I know. I could have. She gave me a crew shirt up there, and I just saw it. Oh, man, I'm an idiot. That's for sure. Who is not an idiot is the guy that's turning the wrenches on that car. Our old buddy Ryan Hand joins us. Hello, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Um, Ryan, you, uh, and, and we'll get into your story a little bit here. You've been around the Macri family for some time. Had to be a neat moment for you to get Anthony and you and Anthony to get that first World of Outlaw win on Friday night. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, a moment I'm pretty proud of because I know it's, uh, you know, it was one of the things that, you know, he kind of had in his goals for this year to check off and hadn't been able to do it yet. And obviously Port Royal is, certainly in his wheelhouse and if it's going to happen it would more likely happen there not saying it can't happen at the grove or anywhere else but uh, that seems to be a very good place for him and the team and um yeah it was very satisfying and and uh i'm happy for for everyone involved to to get the first outlaw in there ryan you've worked with a lot of incredible race car drivers throughout the year when i watched that feature on saturday night and the moves he made uh battling with, with brent marks and just the lines he runs he seems extremely mature and so talented for 23 years old. How would you compare him to other drivers you've worked with? Man, I've never really worked with anybody quite as young as Anthony, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, I was lucky enough to work with, obviously, Greg Hodnett. And uh, when I was at my Zemco days, I was able to work with guys like Stevie Smith, Danny Lasowski, uh, Brian Lepo, Sam Havertief, guys like that that had, you know, kind of had experience coming in. So, um, I mean, Anthony's probably in his sixth year full-time year running four tens uh started at the age of 16 but his maturity level i think as far as like what he can do in a race car now has come a long way probably in the last year and a half like huge i feel like he's made huge leaps and bounds in the last year and a half yeah yeah he really has i mean Mm -hmm. i think the skill set is there but you see it ryan so much this thing is this thing is there's a lot between the ears that goes into this and he just seems he seems like he's unflappable at times yeah, no, I think I think this year the the focus probably the focus level he has this year is is truly something that I haven't seen out of him ever before, um, and I think that's a lot of why you're seeing a lot of success out of him. I think he feels like you know he's the guy to beat for sure on certain nights at certain places for sure. Um, I don't think he ever goes into a race going you know I can't win this. Obviously, why would you go? Um, but I, I think his focus level and, and what he can do, what he's learning to do in a race car now is is definitely, it's taken leaps and bounds the last year and a half. Ryan, he was really complimentary to you in Victory Lane, and he talked about you guys trying something, I think it was on Friday night in Hot Laps, that he seemed to really like. How is it working with, with Anthony? You talked about how you work with a lot of veteran drivers, and obviously he's pretty young. How different is it as far as communication and feedback? Honestly, it's a lot different because, like, when I work with Greg, I always felt like there was almost information overload. He analyzed everything. As a former engineer, uh, you know, he he analyzed every part of it and almost almost too much. You know, like I'm I'm this there, I'm that here, I'm, and it was it was like, oh my god, I got to figure out. We got We got to start somewhere and try to make a change. Where Anthony, I, I don't think because I don't think he has nearly as much experience as Greg did at that point. Um, he just kind of has an idea of what he wants to feel, especially at places like Port Royal, Steel and Scrub, places that we run here a lot, um, big tracks like that. He knows what he wants to feel, and he actually has a really good idea how to get there. 
Um, that was that's that's probably one of the the best parts about working with him is I I really don't have to um, come up with all the answers. He he gives a lot of answers. Uh, you know he knows what he wants to feel, and and I'll shoot things at him. I'll say, hey, you want to do this? Nah. How about we try this? And we're all trying to fix the same problem, you know, like like a particular problem. And I'll throw a couple things at him, and he'll knock a couple down, and then we'll finally say, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Let's try that. And luckily for for us, the last couple months here, it seems like everything we throw at it has worked. So it's it's been it's been it's been really good, and and it's it's amazing. Honestly, I, I keep telling a lot of people it's amazing how far he's come in, in a year and a half, two years. It's, it's really crazy. So it sounds like Anthony knows the car really well. Like it sounds like you're giving suggestions on actual changes to make, and he's he's responding with yes or no. He may or may not like that. That that doesn't seem typical for a 23 year old. No, he he's very. I mean, he's very hands on now. He's always been hands on. Like even like when when Moon him and Moon Byers started, you know, they started racing together. And Moon, you know, his father wanted him to know how to work on the race car. So he was, you know, he was side by side with Moon. And then, you know, when Jim Shuttlesworth came over, they worked together in the shop. So it's not like he doesn't know how to work on a race car, doesn't know the ins and outs of a race car. He certainly does. Um, And right now, basically, I mean, I work for his father at the concrete business. And I mean, we're wide open here. So he's pretty much taking care of the race car and a lot of stuff involved with it by himself right now. Um, Because obviously Bernie's in Indiana. I'm here at work. You know, he gets he gets one of our guys that uh, Hank that helps with tires, and he's he's one of the best tire guys I've ever worked with. Um, he can go down there once in a while, and we're not terribly busy, and, and help him out. But for the most part, I mean, Anthony's pretty much working on the race car and, and doing cleaning up the stuff and doing that all himself. So um, he's he's definitely taking on a bigger workload, and um, he's doing a good job with it. Ryan, I want to kind of figure out where you're at with all of this uh, because you've been such a such a um, successful crew chief, uh, crew chief for Greg Hodnett. You had announced that you were stepping away from crew chiefing because you just well, I can under I can't understand why anyone would want to be a crew chief, let alone so I can understand why stepping away from it. You were going to step away, and then obviously the tragic events where we lost Greg's life, and you actually got a job. And you, right at that point, you started working for Anthony's dad in the concrete business, and you had stepped away. You worked a little bit with Jeremy Elliott, did some podcasting, and great, great stuff mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Was the itch always there to kind of get back working on cars? Was there in the back of your mind, or where where, where was that period of time? Where were you at during that period of time? Well, I mean, I'm, I'll just go back a little bit in the whole thing. When when Moon kind of, when the whole thing with Moon, Moon left here, Nick kind of asked me, he said, hey, so do you think you could be like, like kind of like the he calls it director of racing like for for lack of a better word yeah. like kind of like oversee stuff like hey help help take some load off some of these guys like order parts take care of air airline tickets hotels whatever so so i've been involved with the race team for a while like i know the ins and outs of it i don't know the day-to-day stuff that they do whatever but i i am involved in it and that was perfect that that was perfect that kept me involved in racing and then doing the podcast with Jeremy kept me involved with what's going on daily. And I still watch all the races and stuff. Um, but it, it was, it was a need when, when Jim kind of left, we kind of had a need that like Bernie obviously couldn't come in here every weekend. And we kind of sat down and looked at the schedule of what was left. And, and we really didn't want to, we didn't really didn't want to hire someone away from another team. It was, it was almost Knoxville time. Um, that would have been pretty, uh, I think not a good thing to do to other teams is to take a guy, you know, right that was a bad bad timing basically and i just told nick i said listen i said i'll 
I'll t- if Bernie can do most of it, I'll fill in the voids, you know, with whatever works for me. And, and my daughter is playing soccer and softball and she's, she's since gotten hurt in soccer. So that yeah. not playing. So that kind of opened up maybe a couple extra doors for me to, to do a couple more races. But, um, yeah, for the most part, I, I don't go to the races a lot. Um, but I am involved in, in, in the Macri team a little bit, even without being the crew chief. So it's awesome because it gives me just enough racing. Cause I still, I still, I'm going to say, I still love racing, but I don't love the grind of racing every day yet. You know, I'm not back to where I, I love that, but I still love racing. I love the people there. I love going to watch the races, especially when you have really good races at really good facilities like we have out here. It can be entertaining for me, and I, I don't miss a night on on any of the pay per views. So, you know, I still love racing. I just don't love the grind of it like yeah. I used to. I think a lot of people can relate to that, Ryan. When you're not full time crew chiefing, I know you're saying you're involved with the day to day business uh, of the team, but is that difficult or to stay on top of? I don't know any latest products or latest things going on or trends, or are you enough involved that you still keep up with it? Um, I. I'd like to think that I talk to, and I, I have a lot of friends in the racing industry and I talk, I still talk to people. Um, and you know, yeah, I, I'd like to think that I'm, I'm up on enough of it that I can be okay when I have to come back and, and do whatever needs to be done. Um, but yeah, there certainly is stuff that I look at walking through the pits. I look at cars and go, Oh, that's, uh, you know, that's something that I haven't seen for a while or seen ever or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I feel like as much as stuff changes year to year, the big picture of it kind of stays the same and you kind of still do, you still got to give the race car what it wants when it wants it. And, you know, uh, I mean, we started with a great platform, you know, when, when Jim was here, he had a, you know, Anthony was, Anthony won 16 or 17 races, you know, up to that point. So it's not like, it's not like there's some new magic here. It's, we've just continued to do, you know, we've just continued to kind of polish the stone and, and, and keep it going and, and keep the momentum going forward. And, you know, maybe tinker with certain things and, and try to make it faster. You know, we've talked a lot about this. We've talked a lot about Anthony because he's at 23 wins. You talk about a guy that wins all the <laughs> time. And and it's like, okay, what's going to happen when Jim leaves? Okay, is it and, – and, and, and Bernie jumps in and he keeps on winning, and then you jump in and he keeps on winning. The common denominator here is Anthony. Um, and I think that's I think that speaks volumes for the young man as well. So as you as you look at this, is is the goal – I don't want to get too far deep into your family, the, the family's business or anything. Is the goal to ultimately, though, hire a, a, a full-time crew chief on the deal? Um, I think that's, you know, that's what we're hoping can happen here. Um, obviously, obviously, Bernie, Bernie has a shop in Indiana that he has to run, and, and we're getting super busy here at work. So it's, it's nothing that I have time for or Bernie really has time for. And, and the workload, you know, for Anthony as a driver and, and, and to try to keep doing everything there, it, it's a massive it's a massive undertaking. And yeah, I think, I think the goal here is to try to find someone that's going to fit within the team and, and, and hopefully gel quickly and with the knowledge and, and obviously personalities are a big thing with, you know, trying to mesh a bunch of personalities together for, for an amount of time is, is certainly a, uh, it's one of the things that I look at at the world of outlaws and, and I even question some of them guys and they're like, yeah, it's one of the biggest, it's one of the hardest things to put together. So, you know, um, I think, yeah, we, we are trying to find the right guy. Um, so we can move forward and, and, and go racing quite a bit next year, you know? There we go. That sounds good. That sounds really, really good. 
family life, life away from this? I mean, I guess there's a soccer injury, so we're on the sidelines there, but uh, everything good with the family? And are you, are you, you talk about a little bit like life balance. You're pretty good. It seems like you have a pretty good life balance with everything. Yeah, no, I'm very happy. I'm, I'm very happy with how everything's going in life right now. And, you know, I, I get to obviously spend a whole lot more time with my daughter than I did the, the first 11 years of her life with racing nonstop. And yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful. I think I made a, a very good decision at the time I made it. Um, obviously there were circumstances that helped, uh, probably quicken that decision, but they weren't good circumstances. But, um, as far as like my family life and everything, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy with, you know, being able to spend weekends and, and time with, with my wife and kid and, and, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been good. And I still, you know, they're still, they're cool enough to let me go racing when, when we're kind of in a bind and, and need someone to, to do something here. I love it. I really do. Good things happening to good people. That is for sure. And you're one of the good ones. That's for sure. Yeah. Ryan. We really appreciate that. Uh, thanks for the time. Congratulations on the wins. What's uh, so you've got Williams Grove coming up. Um, what else do you guys have left? Uh, Anthony's actually going to go run a silver crown car this weekend. Oh, I heard that. Um, I heard that. So yep. you're not involved with that. You're just going to watch that. No, no, that Sean, uh, he's actually going to drive Chris Dyson's car, which is worked on by Sean Michael, oh. which is housed very close. Yeah. Sean, Sean moved his shop down here to Dillsburg area. So they're very close to where we are. And, and it, you know, he, Anthony runs the 360 for Sean and stuff. So there's a, you know, there's kind of a, a another kind of a, I'm going to say a team there, like, like he's run with them before. So it's, um, they're just going to run a second car here at Silver Crown Race. And then after that, I believe it would be a Friday night at BAPS, Saturday night at Williams Grove National Open. And then I think Bridgeport has like a yeah. sort of a three-day weekend. And then I believe Charlotte could possibly be on the docket yeah. after that. Good and then that'll probably, put a, that'll probably put a fork in her for the year. Yeah, good stuff. That's for sure. Ryan, we appreciate it. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks for joining us. All right, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. There we go, Ryan Hand. Boy, he he's always been one of those guys. I love talking to him yeah. in the pits and everything, and I love doing the podcast with Jeremy Elliott. Just such good insight. He yep. really is good with it, and and I just I like hearing. Um, we had we had chatted um, we had chatted at Port Royal. It was during COVID, and I forget somebody in his family had gotten it, and he was just like, "Well, I'm not quarantining. I'm with my family, and I'm yeah. all in." And I was just like, man, dude, that's that's badass. You're just that guy. That you're yep. that dad. You're that husband. And to find that balance is so difficult to do. So mm -hmm. difficult to do. So many families struggle. So many marriages fail. So much happens in this sport. <laughs> and and the reality of it is, is here's a guy that's been able to navigate into a really good spot. Yeah. That's good. It is neat. That woman in with, with Drive event that I was part of last you were week, part which, of, that's which right. was awesome. But I bring this up because I was part of the seminar that was called How Do You Do It All? You know, people, uh, women that have children and yeah. marriages. And I was like, um, who signed me up for this? Because whoever has it figured out yeah. is going to be a gazillionaire because, you know, it's impossible. You, everything is a balance. And like you were talking about now to try to find that balance is it's a daily struggle. Yeah, it is. It's a moment by moment struggle. Yeah. It really truly is. And uh, love that uh, love where Ryan is at with it. And boy, I'll tell you what, when when the bench is Ryan Hand or the and bench Bernie. is Bernie. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what, Anthony Macri's got it pretty good up there. But like I said, it didn't matter if the guy's yeah. name was Jim or Bernie or Ryan. The same guy was wheeling that car to victory. Very line. true. Uh, amazing talent. Great, great story. That's for sure. And speaking of great stories. 
We are going to put a little sunshine into the program. Tyler Courtney, he joins us next. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile style single stage cylinders as well as multi stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no one size fits all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at aggressivehydraulics.com. This next story just keeps getting better and better and better. 2018, Tyler Courtney was the USAC National Sprint Car Champion. 2019, USAC National Midget Champion. And all of a sudden you hear Sunshine wants to go wing racing. Sunshine wants to go wing racing. 2020 was a transition year. 33 wing races, 13 non-wing races, and other stuff going on as far as sprint cars and midgets goes. 2021, full-time all-star champion. 2022, full-time, all-star champion, two back-to-back championships here. And he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline, Tyler Courtney. Hello, Sunshine. How are you? Good, guys. How are you? We are doing well. Um, I'm telling you what, this this this, this ride you're on has been pretty good. This whole journey has been pretty neat, I bet. Yeah, no, it's been uh, been incredible, honestly, on, since we since we started, you know, called Cross Racing in 2016 to – to now um you know we we thought we'd have success but i don't think we kind of expected to do the things we've done especially when you know when we jumped to the the wing stuff um you know last year full time and uh you know come out when when the championship last year and then you know be able to back it up this year is just uh just incredible i think you know two championships are 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 hard to get back to back uh we we came up 19 18 points short and the sprint car from 18 to 19 and then uh from the midget from 19 to 20, we were one point short. So, um, you know, we, we know how hard it is to, uh, you know, win back-to-back championships and uh, to be able to do it with uh, with the All-Stars this year was uh, just something that, uh, you know, I think I wanted to do really bad and my team wanted to do really bad and, you know, we made sure it happened. Tyler, how do you compare the championships? Obviously, the first one will always have a, a special place, but the second one has to give you a good sense of validation or just backs up that, that belief on how good your team is. How, how different does it feel to win the second one? Um, you know, I think this one was, um, you know, I think you, you come off last year. Last year we, when we won, it, it wasn't expected, right? And then, you know, you know, you come into this year and, uh, you know, you're kind of expected to, to go out and, you know, be the favorite to, to win the championship and, you know, to live up to, to that hype or expectations is, you know, usually, um, you know, a lot harder. And it, and it was. And, 
you know, we came out, we won the first two races, and then we we went through a patch where we struggled, and um, you know, and then you know, Justin Peck and his team, um, they they stepped it up this year, and um, you know, they up until Fremont they had one more race with us, then we ended up you know tying him in victories for the season, but man, I think you know night in and night out, you know, he was he was the guy we had to beat every night, and um, it it was tough, um, you know, went through a couple rough patches, and and we 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 made sure to capitalize on the on, you know on the good patches that we had. And, um, it, it was, uh, I think a, a lot more grueling of a season, I think, you know, for us, you know, as far as performance and, you know, just making sure everything went right. And, um, but I think that just makes you appreciate this one a, a lot, uh, that much more. Right. And, um, but yeah, I think the biggest, biggest difference was, you know, going from, you know, not expecting to win a championship to going into this year and being expected to win one and, um, you know, holding yourself to those standards is, uh, you know, it was always a tough part. Well, I, well I, I find the All-Stars just fascinating. And, and I think you, I think we've talked to you about this as well. It's almost like there's three parts to the All-Stars. There's Ohio Speed Week. You've got you've, you've to survive that. There's so many races in Pennsylvania that are very, very difficult, very, very challenging, where you, where you can separate things. And then there's the rest of the season. Is, is, is that accurate? And is there portions of that that you, you, you favor to the others? Uh, how, do you, how do you balance that with the All-Star schedule? Because it's, it's so fascinating how dynamic it is. Yeah I, think, yeah, I think you're right on that. You know, Ohio Speed Week is you know, a big chunk of your schedule put into one week, nine races in a row. And um, it's a, a very easy week to, to get behind or, or get ahead. And, um, you know, this year, Justin, you know, came out and won Ohio Speed Week. And, you know, luckily we, we ran top five almost every night along with them to, you know, kind of keep pace. But, um, you know, very easily a couple nights could have could have gone bad. And, you know, luckily we were able to salvage. And, um, yeah, then you go to Central Pennsylvania and um, a couple of those big races that we go to. And, you know, just the even – you know, I feel like almost every race we go up to Central Pennsylvania is a big race. And um, obviously with uh, the talent they have up there right now is uh, just those tracks you don't get to go to a lot are, are very unique and um, very, you know, I think setup sensitive. And you show up there and you're off your game a little bit, it, it shows. And so you have to show up there and, and be ready to fight, you know, every, every time you go there and it, it's tough. And then, then I think the other part of the all-star schedule is going to tracks that, I'd never been to before, you know, we went to a couple of new places in New York this year and then um, a couple other new places and just, uh, you know, making sure that uh, you're, you're doing your homework on those places where you get there to try and, you know, figure it out as you can to, you know, be ahead of uh, the competition. And, but, you know, I think the all-stars, even from last year to this year, the whole, everyone as a, as a series stepped up, man. I think, I think the all-stars still kind of get, you know, uh, you know, slept on a little bit. I think, I think a lot of us can show up and be competitive uh, night in and night out anywhere we go. Um, but it still just kind of gets looked on as uh, obviously the outlaws is the upper echelon and then the all-stars. But I think, you know, we got a few guys with the all-star all-star series that can, you know, show up and compete. And, you know, I think we were able to do that. Um, you know, the, the few races, some of the, all or some of the all-stars showed up to. Yeah, I would agree with that sentiment. I feel like this year the All-Stars were a, a bit stronger across the board. Tyler, every time we speak with you, we talk about your team and your sponsor. Um, it just seems like such a, a great place to be, a comfortable place with a lot of security. You have NOS Energy Drink, you have the Claussens and the Marshalls. Talk about what that team means to you and, and how much fun it was to celebrate this championship with them. Yeah, I, I think I have one of the best 
teams and you know a core group of people you know around me that uh, you know a guy could ask for in, in the sport the, sto- the sport's obviously uh, tough as it is but the to be able to have a you know a team like Cost Marsh Racing with with the Marshals and the Costins and then you know my my crew guys Jake Luke and and, and Peyton um, they're awesome and then then you throw in our, our sponsor Lauren Albano with Nasa to Drink uh, it's been with us I think it's our sixth year you know just having that security and uh, knowing you have that support behind you is um, you know confidence in itself honestly um, just knowing you don't really have you know anything to worry about just go out there and, and do your job and you know do it uh do what you're there do what you're there for and uh you know that that gives you you know a lot of comfort as a as a driver to just go out there and be the the best race car driver you can be and you know i think it i think it showed obviously the last couple of years that uh that we we can do this at a you know at a professional level and at a you know night in and night out and um you know we just keep sticking sticking together and you know building the program into what we keep seeing seeing it should be and you know trying to make it better each year and um you know hopefully we'll keep doing this for a long time has richard got you far down the fitness trail as far as all of this my gosh he's a machine yeah yeah he uh they're uh they're animals when it comes to the the fitness stuff uh i do a little bit of working out but probably not as much as i should it's just honestly um you know we race a lot and then when you are home honestly the last thing you want to do is is work out but uh i should probably change that mindset a little bit but um like like this week is my off week and my brother my twin brother just uh had his first daughter so it's my first niece first time being an uncle so I, i've come down here and uh to texas where he lives to to visit with them and you know kind of spend family time you know we give up a lot a lot for racing and um you know this is a, a week i had free so i i, I figured this is a an absolute must that i needed to to come do that's certainly a good way to celebrate the, the championship. Now that you've got that wrapped up, um, you're going to finish off the season with any more races. You're going to come to Charlotte. Uh, yeah, we'll be in Charlotte with the so the, Charlotte will be the last race with the Seven BC um, next weekend. Um, I'm going to uh, Trophy Cup with uh, Kevin Kozlowski and the 57 car, um, and then I'm going to run uh, some midget stuff at Placerville and Turkey Night for uh, Jerome Rodella and Tom Malloy. And then uh, I think that's it. Well, then I go to Australia um, to run for uh, Luch Monty in the Monty Motorsports number 17 and uh, spend about a month down there before we come back and huh. get going over here again. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it. That's for sure. Uh, that's for sure. Um, a, a final final thought with you here, Tyler. You did the transition from non-wing to wing sprint cars. And in complete honesty, and I know it's not a lot of work. I know you guys have ground this out. But in honesty, you guys have, to some degree, made it look simple, okay? And I know it's not. I'm not saying it's been simple or anything. But when you look at what's happened, and I just and I literally just sit down here jotting notes down. Kevin Thomas Jr., Chris Windham, Tanner Thorson, Zeb Wise has come over as well. You kind of started something here. Some of them have done all right. Other ones have struggled. Do you, do you, do you talk to those guys much? Is there any, is there any, were they picking your brain about this process or anything? Are you guys not close that way? What's just, what's your take on that transition that you, you I think you kind of spearheaded that. Yeah, no, I, I talked to uh, quite a few of them. Chris, Chris, obviously my, the closest friend I have. And then KT, um, you know, I talked to, you know, both of them last year as they were tr- starting to talk about coming over this way um, to I just, the, the wing side of things. And um, I just told them just be prepared to, to struggle a little bit. You know, 
those guys coming from being, you know, really dominant, you know, non-wing guys to, to the wing world, it's, it's a shock at first when you, you come and you're, you're just not, you're not running up front right away or winning races right away. Like you're used to, um, like it, 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 it's a shock to the system and you just got to be able to grind it out and, you know, build your programs into, you know, what was, you know, take it from a, you know, a winning non-wing team to turn it into a winning wing team. And, um, it's tough and it's, uh, it's more mental than anything, I think, to, to just get yourself to be prepared to run, you know, fifth to 14th or 19th some nights and, and, uh, you know, just keep grinding out to, to turn it into those, you know, turn those fifths into thirds and thirds into wins and, and things like that. It's, uh, but, you know, I, I try to help those guys as much as I can. I, I think, you know, that the better guys we keep getting over into the wing stuff, keep making it more competitive and, um, the better the, the better the race is going to be. And, you know, if you get everybody on the same level, then, you know, you're beating the best guys night in and night out. And I'm a firm believer in, um, you're only as good as your competition. So you make your competition as good as you can, then, um, you can be a good race car driver. No doubt. And you are doing well. And some of them are doing well, too. It's been fascinating to watch different situations. We had Chris on our uh, TV program a couple of weeks back. And uh, neat, neat stuff. Uh, I got to spend time with Georgia, his uh, his girlfriend uh, down at Daytona. She actually worked with us and got a lot of the backstory. And it's fascinating. It really is neat stuff for sure. Tyler, congratulations on the success. We'll see you in a few weeks here in Charlotte. And uh, we, wish you the, we wish you the best as you continue on. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you, and uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you again, too. There we go. Sunshine. Tyler Courtney joining us here on Wing Nation. Um, it is fascinating to me how that has gone. And, and, uh, and, and Chris, I think, I think Chris, Chris kind of mimicked a lot of what Tyler just said. And I know Chris and Tyler, they, they're probably the two closest of those guys. And Chris said, it's just like you, you're, you're, you're so used to winning all the time. Mm. You know, and that's and we run into this. We run into this with NASCAR. Now, I'm telling you, you don't make it to NASCAR unless you're very, very good at this business. Yeah, and you're used to winning, and you get to the premier level, and you go two years without winning races. That's between the ears. That's a mind. Absolutely. Game. You know, to be to be like, wow, last time at Port Royal we were 13th, and this time, woohoo, yeah, we're to, ninth. To step it back to look at improvements versus results. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fun stuff. Love it, and love what uh, Tyler Courtney has done. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Circle B Diecast is the new Diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of Diecast and now includes Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing, and they support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. On orders of $20 or more, use promo code MRN for free shipping. You can check them out at www.circlebdiecast.com. Flow Racing is the ultimate digital home track for race fans everywhere. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. Flow Racing is something for everyone. It's what we know. Sprint cars are there. 
NASCAR weekly racing series, drag racing, off-road, and much, much more. Learn more at flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, one sprint car place, Knoxville, Iowa. I just got an email from my friend Bob Baker. They've just redone the entire sprint car stuff page. Oh, I didn't get that update. I better check it out. Uh, just, I mean, I literally got it like 10 minutes oh, before Oh, so maybe airtime. I did get it. You maybe did get it. Uh, so SprintCarStuff.com is all updated and ready for the most wonderful time of the year, mm. the holiday season. Well, no, in Knoxville, the most wonderful time of the year is August. August. Uh, but the rest of us, the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, we always do this in the uh, guys in the uh, conversation about the birthday calendar. Uh, yesterday, uh, Emmett Hahn's birthday. Emmett mm-hmm. turned another lap around the uh, sun, if you will. Wally Meskowski, uh, uh, Tom Cherry, Chris Economaki, Norm White later this week. Tomorrow would have been the 100th birthday of Don Martin, 2001 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. This story, as I dug deeper, I, I dug a little bit into I, I kind of did the cliff notes, and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Huh, that's interesting. Huh, that's the next thing I know. It's like, oh, I got I to gotta put a bow around this. Um, Doug uh, owned a trucking company excavation business, mm-hmm. which uh, helps part of the story a little bit later on. He also owned race cars, modifieds. He owned an Indy Roadster. He raced that against sprint cars all over the west coast or western part of Pennsylvania. His uncle, Frank Lerner, owned an amusement park called Lernerville. Don remembered when he was a kid in the 30s, they used to race stock cars at Lernerville. So he went out to the old property and dug out a racetrack. In 1967, they started to race, and boy, he learned one lesson quick. How to lose a pile of money. (laughs) And he did. He decided either in or out. 1970, we're in. They expanded the racetrack, built up the stands, built up the fencing. One of the other things that he did, two other things he did that were not always done back then, guaranteed purses Mm -hmm. and efficient shows. Get people out of there at a decent hour. Well, the place went from losing money to making money. 1980s, he started to turn a profit. In 1992, he came up with this idea. Why don't we do a one-day World of Outlaws show and pay a whole bunch of money? The Silver Cup for the World of Outlaws, $25,000 for a one-day show. Pretty yeah, sporty. Pretty sporty in yeah, 92. No doubt about it. In 92. Yeah. You dropped one of those on us now and they'd be happy. Exactly. In 92, I can't imagine the old, old King Steve Kinzer probably out there doing backflips down the front straight He away. won a few of them. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. You're right about <laughs> he that. He won yeah. a lot of those. Yeah, those. he cashed a lot of those, those big checks. Uh, he was honored in 92 with the Promoter of the Year. Sadly, in 1993, Don passed. But, man, in Lernerville, it just is mm-hmm. so good up there. I love that place. I got to get back up there. I was, I was close. I was close this year and couldn't pull the trigger on a trip to get up there. I, I had a lot of that this year. Yeah. I had a lot of close. I'm, the problem, Aaron, is I'm getting old. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's that balance thing. It's that balance thing. It's yeah. exactly. It's that balance thing that Roach talked about. All right. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. They have the Sprint Car Raffle coming up. Uh, tickets are twenty dollar twenty dollars each. Six for one hundred. Drawing is December sixteenth. SprintCarRaffle.com. Oh wait, there's more. 
Yep, it's a triple X chassis and a Moyle racing engine. But the current display right now is a tribute to Ascot. You can become a supporting member of the National Sprinkler Hall of Fame for only $25, which gets you free admission to the museum and 10% discount on museum store merchandise that Postman was talking about. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so there you have it. So our friends at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. This weekend coming up, World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, I-80 Speedway in Nebraska on Friday night, Lakeside Speedway in Kansas City on Saturday. They're usually out Lakeside when NASCAR's in town, but NASCAR juggled the schedule. This yep. used to be Kansas week. Uh, Kansas moved up into September. Yeah, uh, I'm not complaining. We got an ASCS National Tour race there in September, <laughs> so I got to see got to see my 360 friends there. King of the West Series. They are continuing strong. Friday night, Colorado Speedway, the Anthony Simone Classic. Saturday night, Thunder Bowl Raceway, the Dennis Roth Classic, 8300 to win. Um, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour Friday and Saturday, the Winter Nationals at Devil's Bowl. Um, there's another race coming up. The Extreme Outlaw Series is racing there next mm-hmm. week, but I, I hate that we're even talking like this, but this may very well be yeah. the last trip to Devil's Bowl. I know Wayne Wayne Johnson a couple of weeks ago said he thinks this is it. Yeah. So uh, just like uh, I-30 last week. Uh, so if you're down in Texas, uh, you need to get to uh, you need to get the Winter Nationals this week. Lernerville has the Steel City Stampede. Mentioned them earlier on. Fort Royal Friday Night Racing. They have the big short track Super Series Big Block Modifieds in there. Ashley's all pumped up because the Mud Turtles are in town. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're all they're gonna be all around Lethal Chassis. You know how that is. That Lethal Chassis shops up there. Oh. Uh, so Ashley's our co-host of our TV program. We do a TV program and this digital show. Ashley's a co-host of the TV program. Her and David they run Lethal Chassis, which is right up just outside. It's in Mifflin Town, I think it is actually address wise, not far from Port Royal. That place on race weekends. Oh yeah, it's like a museum. It's like a, it's like the the central meeting spot. Yeah, yeah, no, because everyone wants to go talk to Stremmy. Everyone wants and to go see Ashley Steel. and Baby Steel. Yeah, and everything Steel like that. Steel in the There's, show. You know, I'm sitting there and she says, uh, "Yeah, uh, Billy Pouch and uh, Frankie Kerwood. Huh? You, you how? You know? And they're just oh yeah, no, they just popped in. People just pop in, and then those modified guys get down there. And of course, they build different modifieds. Yeah. But you know, they're always looking for different ideas. Yeah, of course. So um, it's going to be big. So they're running uh, sprint cars on Friday night. And then the night of champions at the fabulous Lincoln Speed, I think Freddie Raymer has clinched the championship, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the night of champions where they formally honor that. So we're getting down there. And the next week is the National Open at Williams Grove. It's um, It's that time of year. Yes. It's that time of year. So. It's that time of year for you to get out and support sprint car racing. If they're racing still in your area, you need to go do it. That's for sure. Um, we have a Twitter page. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, and we stay fairly active on there. Um, all of this, uh, these shows, you can catch them on our YouTube page. Uh, we really like that. And, and, folks, if you see something you like or if you're enjoying this, share it, like it. That's kind of the way the cool kids are doing it these days. It's like we, you know, it's like word of mouth means sharing and, and liking and reviewing. And so if you like what you're seeing and hearing on Wing Nation, share it. Say, hey, couldn't believe I heard Roach say this. or couldn't believe I heard uh, Sunshine say this. And boom, mm-hmm. send it out there. Spread the gospel a little bit. And uh, we talked a little bit about uh, a little bit for the most wonderful time of the year. We can also hook you up for the most wonderful time of the year. ShopWingNation.com. ShopWingNation.com. Sky is there waiting for your order, and she'll get it bundled up and shipped out to you, all of our Wing Nation gear. And that will be where, and you can get at the racetrack wherever Tom Book and Justin Peck, uh, Tom Book Motorsports, Justin Peck's uh, souvenir rig is. Wouldn't be surprised, those racers, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not at Port and Lincoln this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they just love to race. Uh, Justin Peck, where I, I have to look at this again, like he has more races than anybody. 
It's like mm. he's been up, he's raced more times this year than anybody. Interesting. They, they race. Yeah. They they. You drive for Tom Book. You're Justin Peck. You're Kurt. You're those guys. You ain't a scared to go racing. Ain't you scared. You ain't a scared to go racing. So uh, fun stuff for sure. Speaking of fun stuff, man, oh man, Mark Gobmeyer is our guest this week on the TV show from the Bail Bond Shop. Yes, from the Bail Bond Shop. That's where he had the best cell service, phone service oh, or whatever. Gosh. So uh, no, no, it was the tech support. He said he's that. So whoever is in the Bail Bond's office knows how to run phones and Zoom calls quicker, better. So he was from the bail bond office. Oh, goodness. Uh, Dynamite Mark Dobmeyer. Um, love that guy. Love his story. And uh, you just need to check it out this weekend. It's on Mav TV this weekend, Wednesday night on Rev TV. Uh, really gives us a lot of detail about his wreck, his injury, his mm. recovery. Mark has been very forthcoming, very, very, uh, very forthcoming on that. And he really shared a lot. Um, you know, he he's... He's just, he's the real deal. He's dynamite. So when we find out what his kids' nicknames are as they go-kart race and everything else, that is your tease for it. So that is on Rev TV Wednesday night and on Mav TV Friday and Saturday. We appreciate Ryan Hand and Tyler Courtney for joining us. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.